everyone. Thanks for joining me again on another episode of You Did It, the podcast. And this week, I really need to talk about a topic that my husband and I have been dealing with lately. Ah, You know, our kid is almost two and a half. So if you can relate, this episode is for you because I don't know if you know about my gym. So if you don't, great, keep listening. And if you do, just keep listening anyway, because you're going to meet my guest, Nancy Scott. She is the owner of My Gym in Palm Desert in the Coachella Valley, and she has been an owner of My Gym for 27 years. I know. Like, I am obsessed with My Gym as much as my kid is. I wish there was a My Gym for me. I'm sure there is, and they're not called My Gyms. They're just called gyms. <laughs> but anyway, back to Nancy. I mean, she was born in LA and then came out to the Coachella Valley a long time ago, had her daughter here and then realized that there was like nothing to do for kids out here. And she's not wrong because there still really isn't a lot. And if you know, you know, sorry, guys, just telling the truth. Um, and then she just really wanted to work for herself. So she got into my gym and started the program and is killing it. So if you're ever in the area, sign your kid up for a class at the My Gym and say hi to her. She has an amazing story to tell, and I can't wait to dive into it with you as you sit back, relax, have a drink if you need one, because I think I do today. And welcome, Nancy Scott. You did it! I did it! <laughs> Everybody, please welcome to the show, owner of My Gym in the Coachella Valley, Nancy Scott. Hi, Nancy. Good morning. Thank you for being here with me today. I know um, I'm so excited <laughs> to have you here for two reasons. A, I love My Gym and I love that my kid goes to My Gym. And the second reason is that she loves My Gym and everything about it. So I kind of, my whole thing about having you on the podcast is... I really wanted to talk about the benefit of having something like this, especially in communities where we live, right? There, and I'm not trying to like make it sound awkward, but like where we live, there aren't a lot of kids around, but there are. And I feel like it's, and guys, for the record, like I live in the Coachella Valley right now, kind of in the Palm Springs area ish. So if you know, you know. But when we found out about your gym, I was like, okay, this is the place to be. So I wanted to just, you know, dive into your journey a little bit, like give our listeners and viewers a little bit about you and your story and how my gym maybe came into your world because okay. it's such a great place. <laughs> it's actually, it's a really, um, I think it's a cool story. Um, I had I born and raised in Los Angeles. Um, my parents always had a weekend home here, so I was familiar with the Coachella Valley. Um, but eventually cool. found my way to be living here full time and, um, and married and, um, and had a baby. And that was when it all hit me, uh, <laughs> that there's nothing for kids here. And that was, <laughs> that was 31 years ago. So it was a long time. Um, oh my God. <laughs> and growing up in Los Angeles, there's kids gyms everywhere. I mean, that's where my gym was founded was in Los okay. Angeles. So, oh. um, I knew about kids' gyms. And I had always had like this thought in the back of my mind that maybe one day, you know, when my children have gone to school um, and life didn't play out that way for me. And right. I was a um, divorced mom with a two-year-old having to re-enter the workforce. And um, there was nothing for me here. There was nothing in the desert 
in my line of work. Um, yeah. And it just kind of hit me after a couple of terrible job interviews um, that I needed to go ahead and, and open this kid's gym and do it right now and not cool. wait for my daughter cool. to go to school. So, and so she's like my kid's age then, I guess when that, my kid, well, my kid's 2.3 right now. Yeah. So, so she was so, three when I decided to okay. open the gym and, um, and we opened right at about when she was three and a half. Okay. We opened 27 years ago this month. So ah! it's my anniversary too. <laughs> ah, okay. This is great. Oh my God. What a great um, omen. Yeah. So yeah. I have goosebumps, like Aww. I'm wearing a long sleeve, but that's so cool. And have you been in the same spot? So I started off um, in Palm Desert across from the Westfield where Whole Foods is now. Okay. Oh, wow. So okay. I was in that shopping center from, from the day that we opened. And after 15 years, I lost my lease to a oh. big, big Thing. company. Yeah. And it was, Bye. yeah, was not nice. But silver lining again found the new location. It forced me to embrace the growth along Interstate 10, yeah. um, which when I opened the gym had basically nothing. And, right, right. and now everybody lives off of Interstate 10 and the growth in the east end of the valley has been amazing for us. I like it because at least you can spit out close to the highway. Like you can yes. get there quick-ish enough. And then you can also just know that you're right there. Like you're not in like a an area that you have to navigate to even yeah. more. And you're not yeah. in like, no offense, LA, like LA area where you're like, okay, it's going to take an hour and a half to trudge over. There. Right. And then there's no parking when you get there. It's like, so yeah, we yes. lucked out with this space. It's been yes. amazing. So, it's so um, great. It's huge yeah. too. And it's, like, yeah. it's clean. It's <laughs> always you. like every time we walk in, there's like a warm welcome of people. I mean, you always have at least two, I, te I call them teachers and I, they're called teachers, I'm yeah. sure. But like, it's just nice. It's just nice. Like I, every time I go in there, I'm like, I want to come to the gym. Yeah. Like, and it's great because you allow us as parents to be in the play space too. I think we have to be to a certain age. Like my kid isn't there yet. So I don't know. Right. Yeah. At three and a half, but, we graduate you to the lobby. Oh. <laughs> and then oh. you can hang out there and watch. So, I mean, let's dive into my gym. So okay. what a great journey to start off with. You had a kid, it pushed you to the edge. I also love, I love that you just said the silver lining and this happened and you've, and like, you know, not to reiterate the sad of it, but like the divorce happened. You're like, I need to get my, my life together in this gear and not work for someone else and do me and you're doing it and you've been successful at it. Um, like we'll come back to that business, business side later, but tell us about the gym, like like, what is my gym? Like for anyone listening that doesn't know okay. or that doesn't have one near them that maybe wants to and needs to have one near them. Or wants to mm. buy a my gym. Mm. So my yes. gym's a national franchise. Okay. Um, in the grand scheme of things. And so um, when I opened, it was in 1996. Cool. I was number six or seven, maybe it's seven. Okay. I was number okay. seven in the, in the order of opening gyms. There are 700 my gyms now. All over North America? Many countries. <gasps> yeah. 
Cool. I have goosebumps again. I know. So, um, <laughs> right. so I'm kind of one of the originals. I'm, you know, I laugh. I call myself an OG. I'm probably 100%. one of the older franchisees in the in the group. Um, yeah. I've been around a long time. I do um, support and training for other my gyms, and I I do our special events for the corporation. So I've kind of um, also involved myself with my gym from a corporate standpoint. Great. Um, great franchise to own. Um, They basically help you walk you through the whole thing. So I didn't know how to run a kid's gym. I had good good instincts about teaching children, but but they provided me with all the tools I needed to get this place open, hire the right people. And then the the programming, all the curriculum comes from my gym. So all 700 my gyms are doing the same programming on the same week. So there's continuity. Let's say that you had your child enrolled in Los Angeles. Right. And then you took your My Gym class and then you came to Palm Desert. Right. During the same same week. We should be running the exact same class. Um, I didn't know that. So it's really, it's it's very cool. It's very cool. That's actually a cool tidbit because like I said earlier, we're in LA right now. I had to come in for work. We had to extend our LA trip, which has been a little gnarly because like we're in a little landing pad here, which is a two-bedroom apartment <laughs> with four people, and I conclude our dog is the fourth. <laughs> Shoot me. Um, but I was like, where's the my gym here? And I didn't actually think about looking it up because I've been so busy. But it's good to know that that is how it it's streamlined like that. So that if we were interesting. close we have, enough. I have so many clients that live half in Los Angeles and half time here. Right. That's especially during the season. And and they do kind of toggle back and forth. We try to, you know, help as much as we can. Some people stay enrolled in two gyms. Um, Some people kind of swap it back and forth. Yeah. So that's the thing you have to be. So because we're a member at yours, we're with you, like you're our like mothership, my gym. And then if we wanted to sign her up at the my gym in LA, wherever that is, I have to find it. Then she would have a little membership there too, or like do a drop in there, but it would be the same time. Right. Or if she's missing her class in Palm Desert and you want me to call the MyGym in Brentwood and ask them Uh, to fit you in for a class while you're there, then we can do that too. Okay. Yeah. You're surrounded. You are in, you are in the zone. Okay. I should have done my due diligence and be a better (laughs) mom and researcher about this, but I didn't even think about that. But now I know. So next time we're back out here, like ding, 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 or maybe Ryan can do something with her when I'm working next week. So what's the vibe at my gym? Like how, how do you, like, how do you have fun there? Like what's the whole MO if you're a new parent? Like what can you tell our people that are looking yeah. to sign up or just so, don't you know. know. A lot of people walk in the door with a baby and they've never been to a play space before. <laughs> Great. Yeah. And they're, like they're, little... they're holding their little one yeah. and like looking around like, what is all this? Yeah. What do like... I do? Do I put her yeah. down or do I just hold her? Yeah. So, you know, at first we're just working on a comfortability that parents can gain some confidence in a physical way with their kids. Right. So the classes are taught to the adult to, to work with their child. True. So, um, so we're, we're coaching adults a lot. Yeah. You really are. (laughs) And it's kind of cutie because we're just like, okay, follow the teacher. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause kids learn by when we do and they're seeing us and they're doing it's, I do have to say, and I hope this isn't going to come across as like super like 
negative and it's not meant to be, but in my experiences so far at the gym, I found it really interesting. So our kid's like 2.3 years old now and I'm super hands-on and Ryan loves it too. Like we're just like, ah, cool. Like we can be crazy and go on a, you know, like get a little baby workout in pun intended when we're there. But I found it really disturbing how some parents just totally clock out. Like it's almost like it makes me sad. Like, I'm just like, dude, get off your phone. Like, I know you're taking a photo of your kid, right? And you're like, okay, like there's my kid on the trampoline or on on the zip line that you guys whip out, which is so cool. They have a zip line, guys. Um, but I found it so intriguing how some parents like, and God bless, like who knows what their issue is. Like maybe they're tired, maybe they're zombies and they're just like, let my kid be away from me for at least 30, 40 minutes. But I found it a little bit like, oh, come on, dude. Like your kid wants to play with you too. Like, and, that was you know, a, and we work you know with what that. I mean? it's, yeah. it's definitely, that is a challenge for us. Yeah. Um, we try not to be really obvious and walk around and say, put your cell phone down, put your cell phone down, put your cell phone down. Hello, put your cell phone down. But, I do it for you. <laughs> thank you. Um, no, I'm like, hey, dude, your kid's climbing that ladder behind you. Right. Do you want me to watch them? Yeah. And they're like, oh. And I'm like. Maybe you need to be a my show teacher. <laughs> I will say over overwhelming numbers. Yeah, yeah. Of our parents are present and they're there in the moment yeah. with their kid every single time. They are. Yeah. yeah There's, yeah. there are nannies that come yeah, that yeah, are maybe yeah, not yeah. as present. Um, yeah, yeah. There are parents who are a little fearful. They're just not sure how to do this. And so, you know, maybe yeah. they hide behind a phone from a, from a place yeah. of fear. So, yeah. you know, the, the teachers are, are coached to work with those parents and try to draw them out and try to make it fun for them. Um, It's true. I mean, teacher Katie and teacher Alex that we see often, because those are kind of her primaries, they're so great. Like our kid has like most kids, I'm sure have that radar of people where they're like, I'm not really going to run up to you and say hi. And whenever she's there, Nova's always like, it's teacher Katie. And like, she'll be like, hi, like it's just, or it's teacher Alex. Like she's like very into having a relationship with them too, which I've Ryan and I have like taken the lead to be like, okay, when that's happening, we're going to, that's when we kind of like pull away and we don't interject and like, don't, you know, helicopter parent. Cause she's safe. Like we know they're handling her correctly and then like making sure she's safe. But I feel like you're right. It is, it's more, it is more of like helping guide us because when we leave, you actually do instill some nice values of play in us that we actually take home personally and do. Cause like we've bought her like weird little jungle gym stuff at home that she can do in the backyard. And now she's obsessed with climbing and like, I hate you and I love you for that. Right. But like, and I've never heard that before. Yeah. She won't stop climbing. She won't like, she'll like climb, climb. I'm like, Oh right. my God, it's the ladder at my gym. <laughs> like I have to build that for her at home now, but that's so cool. So, I mean, take us through a quick little loop of like what your age groups are. So what's the earliest you could bring a kid there? So we start at three months old. Oh yes. Okay. So when they can and, start crawling. Um, well, not even. Or rolling I mean, around? Yeah, rolling, um, tummy time, making tummy time exciting. Right. Teaching parents how to get babies to embrace being on their tummies. Um, babies so will cute. crawl sooner if they see another baby crawling in class. So yeah. we're kind of, you know, enticing them that way. Teaching right. parents um, to 
to work with um, balance and agility yeah. and, and, you know, learning little tiny basics of those skills as an infant definitely translate into a more physically able child as yeah, they grow and up. Like- the creativity behind that too. Like I'm just looking over your shoulders. You have like the baby BOSU balls over there. <laughs> you have one of Nova's favorite things. It's like that donut hole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, that's so cute. And then from there you have different pods of age groups, obviously. And right. all of this is like listed on your website too, the pockets. Right. So we, we go up to, um, we go up to age eight. Okay. Um, and so it's a, it's a pretty, you know, young program. Yeah. Um, and for many cities like ours, yeah. This is this is it. <laughs> this is the only game in town um, for babies and and for the younger set. No yeah. one can touch us. Um, no, we just we've created a niche. Um, the babies are so happy when they are here, and they make such fast strides that yeah. the parents are kind of blown away because yeah. you know they're learning, but the parents are like. Oh, how- how did she learn to do that? Well, yeah, because we have these stairs available to them all the time and, totally. you know, and, and ramps and, you know, different things that they can explore. So, yeah, so three months up to eight years. And then each age group is, is you know, is pretty um, specific. So at three and a half is that's kind of the magic number where you would be sitting in the lobby and yeah. Nova would be in class with us and you'd be cheering her on from out there. I'll make a poster. Right. Well, we, <laughs> like- it's funny because we have that um, and they're just on order. They haven't arrived yet, but we're, we're going to have these new signs that say my first circle time or oh my God. I just graduated. And, and so you're going to be able to take your, your social that's pictures so with our cute. cool new signs. Yeah. I think one of the cutest things is babies in sunglasses. And Babyators is one of those brands that you have to check out. Nova has quite a few pairs and I am obsessed with them. They make safe, stylish, durable children's accessories that kids love to wear. They have polarized sunglasses with an amazing selection of frames from ages 0 to 6 plus, And they have accessories and apparel. So head over to babyators.com slash you did it and use our code you did it at checkout to get 10% off your purchase. And now back to the show. Oh my God. Make t-shirts too. I'm a grad. (laughs) That's so awesome. I'm like, I'm going to be ordering those for me. Where's my shirt? Because I think that that's what's so cute about this space is like you guys have things that kids can explore that aren't readily available in a household. Like you have a zip line, you have a rock climbing wall, you have slides and you have like different kind of like treehouse things that your staff like modularly compile every time we come in. It's different. You have your swing time that I see behind you there too, guys. If you can't see the video, like there's like these amazing steel cross beams behind Nancy, like carabiner style shit. Like that kid is safe, can be swinging from the ceiling. Like it's so creative there. And I think what's awesome and that I love is that you don't just keep them ramped at like level 10. Like it's not just like, yeah, like let's go and play. You have little moments in between where you a have to transition the play space and then you bring it down a little bit for the kids and then you ramp them up again and then you have like a little bit of like a downtime and then you wrap it out with this cutie like good your you know the my gym goodbye song which like kind of just like settles them back down I you know I'm not I'm not a doctor I don't know about the psychology of that but I like that it kind of 
allows them to roller coaster for their regulation so that they know it's like, okay, class is ending and we're coming to a nice, like, we're coming down the ramp, pun intended, yeah. you know, like, yeah. and now we're settling and now you're going to get in the car and we're going to go home or whatever. Cause I, yeah, like I, we've taken her to some other play spaces around and it's like, it's just always like, go, you know, and you're like, oh, and then when you want to leave, you want to, when you have to go, cause it's like, you have to go cause you have mom, dad or parent life. Right. It's like a nightmare. Meltdown. Cause it's like, you're just yoinking them away from right. this, like, high octane playtime and they're crying and you're like, oh shit, I'm like the worst parent. So I think I've, I really, I never thought of that, but I really value that. Yeah. The structure of the class is really important um, to us and it's backed by doctors and psychologists. And so we do have all that research. You can't just put a two-year-old in a room and expect that they're going to know when it's time to chill out a little bit. Um, Damn teachers, <laughs> I have so yeah. many friends that are school teachers here and yeah. the kindergarten and first grade teachers have told me that they can tell when a child has been to my gym as a toddler, when they get that child into pre-K and kindergarten. What, what because are the signs? that child knows about sitting in a circle. That child uh, knows about sitting and listening to a teacher who's going to explain something about or structure. read a story or right. do a puppet show. Our kids right. know, they know that at maybe what, 12, Earlier 13 months. Yeah, yeah, they do. And because so I you saw can it. imagine if you're yeah. practicing those skills yeah, and listening to teachers and taking guidance, taking instruction, if you're doing this all at such a young age, yeah. What a better setup to go to school. Yeah. It it's just so it's going to give her tools that she or he needs yeah. to be successful. So I never yeah, thought of that. There's a lot of thought behind it. And it's revolved around play, yes. which I think is a huge factor. Like I've been reading a bunch of books um and it's always talking about creative play, you know, kind of helping their brain space evolve as opposed to like rigid containment of things like you know, do it this way or do it that way. Like it's open play, but it's still focused and guided. And I love that it's not guided by me. Like I love that it's a different entity and I'm still present where they can understand the value of another person, like you said, explaining it to them. So when they are out, you know, put out, it's like, oh, there's a teacher here. Let's focus. That's so cute. I never even thought of that. And also providing them with time to be wild. Yes. And to get those, you know, to get those yayas out, you have to. Yeah. You're not going to, yeah. you, know, you know, a two-year-old is not going to sit unless you've done something first no. to, yeah. you know, engage them physically and yeah, get yeah. that initial, you know, what you, I know you've seen it when, you know, after they wash hands, they come running in and then Insane. it's like, whoa, where am I going? Yeah. Where am I going yeah. first? Am I going to the trampoline? Am I yeah. going to the yeah. high bar? Where am I going? Yeah. Exactly. A little, you know, a little <laughs> loop around the gym, run it off. And then all of a sudden. Oh, it's time to sit down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. And I, that's what I really think is dope. Cause it's not like get there and then go sit down right away. It's you're right. They have to be like, and everything's so colorful there too. So it is engaging right away visually. And then you have your music. So there's the audio aspect. So it is a little bit like, bing, we're here. So I, it's, it's, it's funny. I like talking to you about this out loud makes so much more sense now. Like when we're kind of breaking <laughs> it down, which you don't really think about because you're just like, okay, I'm going to the gym. But it's, yeah, it's so beautiful to hear that. And I mean, with your teachers, like what's the whole process there? Like if someone's interested in 
becoming a teacher at my gym? Like, how is that driven? Like, do would they just come in? Would do? Well, I'm, I'm assuming they go through a strenuous yeah, background do. process. Yeah, obviously, they do. They do. But, um, you know, I get a lot of resumes. I get a okay. lot of applications, and most cool. of them go right into the round file. Okay, <laughs> it's you know people don't have it. You know, we're not looking for babysitters. We're not looking for, um, strict gymnastics coaches who want levels and competitions and uniforms and touring travel. It's like, go someplace else. Cause that's not go to the actual gymnastics place (laughs) that like, I don't know about yet, but yeah, yeah, I understand. um, Okay. And so, um, the training, uh, for a new employee is minimum of 90 days of, shadowing a, a lead teacher. So they're basically wow. for three months, never yeah. on their own teaching anything until we've, you know, created that, that base for them. Of That's course, awesome. they're all criminally background checked. Everybody's CPR certified. Um, right. I just want to do everything we can do to always, you know, make sure that our kids are as safe as possible. And how is the vibe if like, with people now signing up for it. Like do the kid, I can't even remember. Like, do we just, was there an intake form for kids? Like how did it work for people like us? Like, or I'm just thinking of beyond the box of like, maybe your kid is on the spectrum of something or whatever, dealing with something like, is that, how do you work? How do I ask this question? Like, how do you kind of talk about that to a family or work that in? Or do they tell you like, Hey, our kid actually needs a little more attention or they're going to be a little more exploratory or whatever. Like most parents are, are hungry for some assistance and for some respite time, some play time. If (laughs) they've got kids that are um, challenged in any way. Right, Um, right, right. And so we don't run special needs classes. Okay. But, um, I've always been really successful mainstreaming kids into either their own age group and have a parent be there as a shadow or go one age group younger for more of a more severe type of a challenge. Um, where at least they're able to participate with everyone. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Um, if we know that we've got a, a kid in class who is sensitive to hear, you know, to loud music. Right. We, we yeah. make sure we drop it down. I mean, you know, we love our music in here yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. We, yeah. we love to, you know, have it be, you know, great and, yeah. and, you know, pumping music in the background. But if we have a, a family that has a challenge with that, yeah. then you're going to see that volume come down and it'll stay yeah. down while that kid yeah. is in the gym. And we're, you know, we're happy to do that. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Most kids just need a little bit of extra consideration and help yeah. and they can do my gym. Awesome. Um, we've had kids that are blind at my gym. We've had kids that are oh, yes. hearing impaired at my gym. Great. So many kids on the spectrum of every spectrum that you could yeah. imagine. Um, it gets bigger and bigger and encompasses more and more children with each yeah. year that I'm in business. That's so amazing. So we're inclusive. Everyone is welcome. We've had kids in wheelchairs in the gym. Um, it's all, everything is good. And we're oh, happy that's to welcome so everyone. Because your space does, I mean, you have a, guys, if you don't know this space, like, let me just pun intended, lay it out for you. But like you walk in, there's a massive lobby. It's totally accessible. Like it really totally is accessible. And then you 
go behind the lobby, as you called it, to a little like baby door gate. And then you're in this gym. That's about how many square feet is are it's we about, talking here? It's about 2,200 square feet. Yeah. Play like space. It's, it's big yeah. and it's like padded. It's safe. It's always clean. I love that. Okay. That's so fun. I'm just like thinking of all these other things because I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, you know, I like, because, you know, like some of the kids now that Nova's getting older, which was so cool what you did with her is she kind of she was kind of pushing the boundary of her like age gap in the class that she was in. And I'm like, is there any way we can get her into the older class a little earlier? And you were like, yeah, like, let's try it. And if it's too much, we can bring her back down. But we were so grateful for that because then she was able to have a little bit more of like a challenge where like she would see other kids climbing that rock wall, which she like wanted. Maybe she physically wasn't ready, but she was like, okay, this is like the energy I want to be around. So that was kind of cool. So like, thank you for making that exception and like yeah, taking and our ask. And we have to, we have to always look know. at the whole child. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yes, there are guidelines for ages and yes, we yeah. make exceptions because yeah. you need to be clear about what's best for Nova. Yeah. 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 And, totally. you know, and, and then the flip side of that coin is that we have some parents who just want to push their kids into the older class because. Oh, yeah. Yeah, is yeah, it, yeah. You know, is my child more highly skilled in an older, you know, it, it, yeah. it kind of gets a little odd sometimes. It can, well, it so could, we don't push kids up. That. We don't push yeah. kids into the next level until we see that they're ready. Well, I see it at the park. Like when we're outside at the park, like she's kind of like screwing around with like five, six year olds that are playing tag <laughs> and like, it's like, yeah, yeah, like one is like chasing them around. But like if that one kid tags her and kind of tags her too hard like that, yeah. like she's going down because oh, yeah. she's only like, you know, three and a half feet tall. So like that kid's five feet tall or whatever. It's yeah. it's <laughs> like physically it's not right. really conducive exactly. to a safe environment. You just want to make sure that it's always yeah. safe and that the child is being supported, whether it's in an older yes. class, a younger class or in exactly the right age class. And then you do like sibling things. You have like mixed, do you have like mixed classes? I can't remember. Yeah. Like, what so was there's, the vibe there's a there? siblings and friends class can be super right. fun. It's basically set up for parents that have two kids under five. Okay, cool. That's kind of nice. Because then if you've got two kids under five and you happen to have any kind of working life outside yeah. of your home, yeah. it's really hard to be at my gym multiple times a week. So, what about three kids under five? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Can they come if they have three? Like, <laughs> they, they get my, intense. I'm like bow down to them. Yeah. Um, crazy. Yeah. It's, okay, um, cool. it's tricky. So that's a kind of a combo class where the teachers are actually instructing the older kids and we yeah. use the parents to really be instructing the little kids and right. everybody can enjoy the same class. And okay. parents have, you know, been very efficient with their time that way. Yes. I love that. I guess that's kind of what it boils down to these days. And you're like, how do I make, how do I make this the best <laughs> time possible for everyone? Right. And then, so like transitioning into the combo of like the business side of this, like it's a franchise. So how would one, like, how would one start? Like, would they, you know, would they reach out to you? Would they, you know, like if someone that you know is coming there and they live, I don't know, I'm just going to pick a state in Utah or whatever. Okay. And they're like, Hey, there's yeah. nothing really around in my community. Like, what are the rules? Like, do you have to have like a certain distance between where my gym already exists and all like, it's yeah. so logistical. You don't have to get into those yeah, things, but there's, you know, there's 
of course there's a huge sales yes. team. Yes. Okay. There that, we go. That I would I would basically probably have a quick combo with whoever that is and then Got it. send them through to exactly the right person um, at the corporate office. Our our corporate headquarters is in Sherman Oaks, California. Oh, okay. So, so they're just right um, over here in the hills. Yeah. So, you okay. know, an email, a, a, an application, and then sales kinds of takes it from there. A lot of times okay. people already have an area in mind. Got it. Um, so Got it. it's Got looking it. at that area. Has that territory been sold already. Right. 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 Has somebody purchased it and just hasn't opened yet? Um, Or is it ready to go? Or, you know, or if you're talking about Palm Springs, then they would say, oh, Nancy has the rights to Palm Springs. So you would have to go um, through, you you know, go through. Well, unless I, if I didn't want to open it, I would release that territory to someone else. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. So that's kind of cool to hear and know about. So, I mean, if someone, I don't know, if you're listening and you're up in Alaska and there's no my gym there, you think you need it, like <laughs> yeah. that's the way to go about it. So you're, you could be a great connect to help maybe someone interested sure, in. Sure. And, you know, just good information. Yeah. A lot of people have asked. I've had, I've actually had a couple of friends that have purchased my gyms. So. That's so cool. Um, yeah. And is it difficult, yeah. like honest, like honest, honest TMI question? Like, is it a challenge? Like obviously starting up, you were saying you didn't know back in the day, like how to open a kid's gym. But now that you've been doing this for however many years and it's still around and it's still the hotspot, what is some, like, what is just some advice that you, you know, might want to tell someone that might be interested? Like, do they need to commit their entire lives to it or could it be a side hustle? You know what I mean? Like what's the, what's the deal? It sort of depends. It sort of depends. Um, Honestly, I've never worked as hard in my life as I did to get this. <laughs> okay, you heard it right here, guys. Right? So it's I, not a side hustle. Right, it's not a side hustle. No. Um, although it could be a side hustle because if you bought an existing gym, a resale ah, gym, a gym ah. that was already up and going, who had a staff who was running it, yeah, maybe it could be a side hustle. Right, right, um, right, right. For me, it's pretty all-consuming still. Awesome. Um, even though I'm not teaching anymore. Um, yeah. I used to. I mean, I used to teach six days a week. That's I amazing. Used to, I used to do every birthday party in the, in oh the my beginning. God. Um, That's so cool. You know, there just was no, there was no day off. Um, yeah. You know, fortunately, I had a kid that was pretty okay with all that. But yeah, um, <laughs> yeah it was, it was, it was hard in the beginning. It was very hard. Okay. But I'll tell you, there's something different about working for yourself and working yeah. hard than working yeah. for someone else and working hard. Yeah, I understand that. I'm completely. I was more than willing to work as whatever it took. Yeah. Because people, you know, people like you come into my world that are like, this is the best thing ever. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. it's it is. It's really yes. amazing and wonderful. And ba- new babies keep being born and you know, the yeah. the gym keeps flourishing and new families are coming. And that's just all such good amazing, wonderful reinforcement for working hard. That's very true. Yeah. And everyone has a great time there. Like everyone, like even the parents. It's a fun place. It's fun. Yeah. And like, even your (laughs) teachers are so lovely. Like I'm just like the energy they output anyway. I used to teach kids, so I understand, but it's a lot of energy and you always want to feel good about it too. You want to be like, okay, this was like a fun day or a fun class and like yeah. everyone left and now I was going to go take a nap or something. Hopefully, right. fingers right. crossed. <laughs> That's my end goal. Um, oh my God. Okay, great. So, you know, I, I kind of want to segue to like 
my questions that I ask almost all of our guests. Yours is going to be twofold because you seem to have a lot of experience. What are three things that you could tell a new family or parents or caregivers? What are some of like any pieces of advice from your journey or what you've witnessed that would be helpful for someone entering parenthood? Trust your gut would be first. Cool. Parents are born with this innate knowledge about their little being. And no one knows your child better than you do. Yeah. So in anything that you do, trust your gut. If your gut is saying something to you, voice it. Nice. Um, Whether it's what you and Ryan did by coming to me and saying, oh, we think she like needs a little more. She's kind of being a little, I don't think he said bully, but I think he was like, she's being a little much with the little kids. Could we put her? Okay. So that was listening to your gut rather than just saying, well, the next age group isn't until 21 months. So we can't do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, So that's first is always trust your gut. Always. Yeah. Um, The second thing I would say is your child is going to be just fine. So... (laughs) So whether it's are they? No. <laughs> so whether it's they're not walking and they're 14 months old. Yeah. To they're not speaking and they're supposed to have 10 words by now. Yeah, yeah. Your child is going to be okay. Yeah. Regardless if if your child needs extra help to do any of those things, yeah. We'll get that help. But your child is going to be okay. People get really, you know, they're they're worried. Young young families yeah. are worried. About their yeah. kids, um, yeah. it came up a lot coming back from COVID. Um, yeah. That a lot of these kids that were three years old, you know, that were maybe two, one and a half when COVID started, they had zero so- socialization. Yeah, they yeah, came yeah, into yeah. programs like my gym after the pandemic, not knowing how to share, not knowing what to even do with another little friend. That oh was yeah, their yeah, age. yeah. Like, I do I touch you? Right. Or can I take that ball from you? Or that's my ball and I'm not sharing it with you. Or like, ooh, they're screaming at me. And now (laughs) it's starting to, kids are starting to, it's starting to click again. Um, Kids are starting to share again. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And and so again, the kids are going to be okay. They're very resilient. Yeah. They they grow past and through and get the help that they need. I guess the, the last part would be to enjoy them where they are. Oh, that's sweet. It's true. And not push so much. Yeah. Enjoy this time with them right now that's in front of you. You know, easy for me to say at my age and and that my daughter is, you know, grown and married and and ready to start a family. Yeah. Um, and then she'll take them to my gym. But, yeah. <laughs> um, and I will be that grandma that does that, yeah. you know. Um <laughs> But to to just kind of enjoy where you are at the moment with them mm, and not mm, push mm. them into the next class or not insist that they do 15 extracurricular activities or right. not insist that they're a ballerina in a strict program, you know, that they have to do or a gymnastics class that cheerleading where they have to wear uniforms and yeah. be identical to each other. All of those things kind of just make me a little... Mm, not so comfy. And, and I yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I want us to honor our kids and be with them right where they are. Oh, that's so sweet. That is actually such a nice thing to hear. And it resonates with me right now because 
Um, we're always trying to find things for her to do. And I think it's, go, you know, echoing back to the beginning of the convo, it's because of the, geographically where we are that you also resonated with. And that's been our challenge. So it's so nice for you to actually like hit me back with that. Cause I'm like, oh yeah. Okay. 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 Like we should, you know, take it down a notch because she's not really in school. She's not school age right now yet, but yeah, you're right. It is true. And I see so many, it's actually something that's been in conversations with a few friends of mine that there's so many kids almost like burning out because their parents are trying to fulfill, like maybe it is like post inavailability to what happened for the last three years where things were not available. And now it's like, woo, okay, swim class, this class, this class, like, oh, these are now opened up now. So let's plug them in, plug them in, plug them in. But yeah, it could be a little overstimulating. And also like for you, the parent, I'm just like, how do you drive it's to crazy. all these things? Like, when do you get your nails done? Like, you know, like what's, when's maybe you time? don't, but, right. but yeah, when do you eat time? lunch? Yeah. Right. It's very hard. It's very challenging. Okay. Last question then for you that I, I like to try to wrap out on if I remember. And this morning I'm remembering okay. in your life, besides maybe like, you know, you having your baby girl, cause you did that. What's, what's like another big, you did it moment looking back where you're like, yeah, Nancy, you did it. You know, where you could be like, this happened. You know, it has to be opening the gym and making it success a success. Um, I've watched kids' businesses close out here since I've opened. Yeah. Yeah. Very few places are still standing. And I look at myself and I'm like, you know, you did it. (laughs) You did it. You did it. You You did did the hard work. You continue to do the hard work. I'm networking everywhere I am. I'm always talking about my gym to to people. I mean, we, my daughter used to hide her head. We'd go out for dinner and <laughs> someone would recognize me and there, and, and I could see them, you know, they were pointing. Yeah. And so I'd get up and walk over to the table and say, hi, Nova. It's so nice to see you. Yeah. And, yeah. and my daughter would be like hiding in, in the booth, you know, trying to, you know, I couldn't have a minute so with mom cute. where she wasn't, you know, on, on and working. Yeah. But oh, that's, that's awesome. how I've made it happen in a small yeah. town was to put yeah. myself out there and do the work and be the person and and you did it walk my talk <laughs> yeah I, I'm I'm pretty proud that I've done that oh that's so great congratulations Thanks. Thanks. oh my god I love that those are okay thank you for sharing that I'm like it I'm always intrigued to hear what people say because you know you had a kid you did it you did it right. but what's the other you did it yeah. um and I mean, wow, what a great journey. What's the best way for people to find you specifically? Is it just going to, go to mygym.com? Yeah, go okay. to the website. Um, there's a place that you can click that says contact us. There's always great. a trial available online okay. for new clients to come oh, and great. try. You can pick up the phone. I answer probably 90% of the phone calls, 100% okay. of the emails. It's all me. Um, even when I'm home, I'm working. <laughs> well, I know Ryan texts you quite often because we're right. like, Hey, we're not there. We're here. Right. But then again, we're like almost over communicators because of no, our I, schedules. I love that. I'm the one that's, that's awesome. happy with that. So, and do you have an Instagram account up and running yet? Yeah. It's at my gym, Palm desert at my gym, Palm desert, everybody Instagram handle. Okay. And then the website is www.mygym.com backslash Palm Desert. Palm Desert. Okay, perfect. So mygym.com backslash Palm Desert. Facebook, it's mygym Palm Palm Desert. Desert. 
Perfect. So the PD is your hood. It's under Palm Desert and that's how (laughs) they can find you. I'm going to link all of that for everyone listening in the description so you can quickly navigate, especially if you're in the area. And then the franchise aspect in terms of people finding a location, like you said earlier, is that just available also on the website for like whatever town and or country people might be in? So if they're traveling, they can creep and find that too. Yeah, I would, you know, if you're traveling and you want to drop into a different gym, just call that owner, call that that Love gym it. and say, hey, you know, we're members in Palm Desert. We're going to be in your area from this date to got this it. date. Can you do something for me? And awesome. then they'll say, okay. hey, yeah, we, you know, we've got, That's we're wide great. open or okay. jam packed. So talk yeah, about we community. We always try to help our, our, our fellow um, members from other locations. It's the oh, coolest thing ever. Okay. Well, I wish I knew. Now I know for next time. That's such great information. Nancy, thank you for your time. Um, It was so nice to actually meet you. (laughs) It's sad it couldn't be in person yet, but maybe in the future. soon. (laughs) I love that I've heard your voice many times and texted you, but never saw your beautiful face. So thank you for being here with me today, for taking the time. Thank you for asking me. No, I, I just think it needs to be like... I just, I just want everyone to know what the resources are and especially, you know, where we are. That's kind of where I, how this podcast started, to be honest, right? Like, as I mentioned, David Nova Swim Coach started off the pod for us and so grateful to have you on and just expand the horizons for people who might not know, but also that it is a global thing too. So you're not, you know, you don't have to feel stuck for your kid to release that energy. There's my gym everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. Well, thank you guys for listening. If you have any questions for Nancy, um, you know how to find her. Like I said, I'm going to link all the descriptions in the podcast description below. My gym. Thank you guys for existing. Thank you, Nancy, for creating it in the Coachella Valley. And um, I'll see you at the gym. In the big blue circle. (laughs) In the big blue circle. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And Nancy is awesome. My gym is so much fun. If you haven't checked it out, please do. As you heard, you can find a My Gym probably in your area. And if you're traveling, give them a call and see if you can just pop in for a class. And I have one favor to ask you guys. If you have enjoyed this episode and the podcast, please rate it, review it, share it, and download it. That would mean the world to me so we can keep bringing you more episodes and really cool guests that might be able to give you some guidance on your parenting journey. Tune in next week and thank you for being amazing because you did it. I did it. <laughs>